It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Number five. Number five is letting Kyle Williams return putts. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the, I don't know what the alternatives were, but this is I always talk about the 2011 was awful for me. And I'll never forget I was sitting in a bar. Yeah, I was with, a, you know, obviously I live in New York, so around a bunch of Giants fans. And, like, I remember I had a Patrick Willis jersey on, and, like, that was, like, in the height of, like, my Niner fandom. And I just remember sitting in a chair in a corner next to one of the smallest TVs in the bar, like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> like, it was awful. Dude, it got so bad for me mentally. Like, my oh. Facebook profile was a picture of Kyle Williams, and I found a picture where somebody uh, put a Super Bowl trophy by his photoshopped a Super Bowl trophy by his knee, oh, so no. he was kicking the yeah. yeah. So I for like a year, like it took me so I don't get that up in arms anymore because I don't know maybe this has just kind of dulled everything for me doing what I've done the past ten years. But that was the last loss where I was like, that like this this hurts this sucks. So I mean, Cal Williams did do it on purpose. So I mean, you know, Certainly. he's that's that's off. You know, I guess ten years later, I kind of feel for the guy if you got to walk through life like kind of a huge playoff goal like that. But at the time it was, um, let me tell you what, it was not a good like year mentally for Al Sacco. <laughs> that, that season was such a, just like out of nowhere surprise season that mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, it was awful. Like it was awful. And I still remember it. And, and you know, I'm, am I over it? I'm not over any time when they could have gone to the Super Bowl and didn't, but it just felt like, well, were we even really supposed to be here anyway? Probably not, right? Like, that's kind of the attitude that I had. And then, you know, then they go the next year and, uh, you know, and and make it all the way. But, uh, but man, that was – and you know what? The 49ers haven't had a good punt returner, and I can't tell you how long. And they still Ted don't. Ginn, right? Ted, Ted Ginn, Ginn maybe? Last one, last one. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Ted. Yeah. Ted was good. It was like 10 Ted years ago, but it wasn't, but you know, he was a mercenary, you know, he, he came from, uh, what was it? Miami. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, man, that was, that's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It, imagine being, a, I was gonna say, it's tough to lose a game like that on special teams. And then I was like, imagine being a Packers fan in uh, last season Yeah, <laughs> with the blocked, with the blocked uh, punt. By the way, Jordan Willis, he... by the way. See ya. Yes. Uh, thanks thanks for the memories, bud. Yeah. What what a what a great moment, by the way. That that Jordan Willis blocked punt for Dash. We will remember that forever. And it's a shame that he didn't cap that out with the Super Bowl victory. But I will say this. So, yeah. by the way, the the last player to return a punt for a touchdown was Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn. Yes. And Has it been that long? Been, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh wow. 2011. He was. Yeah. It was against Seattle. I remember that game against Seattle. He returned a he returned a kick and a punt for a touchdown that game. And basically it was week one, right? Himself. Yeah, it was week one. And yeah, uh, that was the last guy. And, and Ted Ginn had a knee injury against uh, against uh, that he suffered in that Saints game prior to the 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 championship game. And uh, he was not able to play. And Kyle Williams went out there. And so he so the first one, it's okay. You mess up once okay, it's fine. It's a big moment. Like uh, there, we've seen this tons of times, right? I blame Jim Harbaugh more than I blame Kyle Williams or the, the special sure. teams coach. Cause you shouldn't have been out there the second time you shouldn't. And, and if you were out there, 
fair catch the damn thing. You're not you're not allowed to return any more punts, right? I just want you out there to fair catch it so they don't down it with inside the five yard. That's it. Just play it safe. Yeah. I don't want you returning any more punts this game. And he let he left him out there and and it burned him. And that will Kyle Williams will forever be the guy that's associated with one of the lowest moments in 49ers playoff history. He that will he will never ever shake that. Despite the fact he was on the team the next year too, when when Kaepernick yeah. was, was the quarterback and he was he was he made some he made some nice plays in the next year as well, but he will forever be associated with that. And I just I just can't fathom how you let a player back on the field after muffing one punt, and then let him return another punt in a tight game. That's just it's just unbelievable. But we will. We, there's one thing that I think I I do want to give honorable mention to for worst moves of all time. If we're talking about that game, going into that game with. Brett Swain and Joe Hastings as two of your uh, your starting receivers, your slot and your wide receiver two. You were, they went one for thirteen on third down. They had Crabtree, Brett Swain, and Joe Hastings as their as their wide receivers, their top three, and Kyle Williams was wide receiver four. Just a and murderers, one for bro. You're Brutal. not going to win the even if they got past the Giants. You're not going to win the Super Bowl with that receiving core. You're not going to. And and Alex Smith was had a, had a really nice year that year, but he was still like trying to find his way back. And he was not the Alex Smith that, that we saw in Kansas city and years on. So yeah, just, just a, just a really terrible decision by Balky to, to even roll with that receiving group. Vernon Davis was a beast in the playoffs. He was though. a beast. He was, he was he unbelievable. Was yeah. It's unbelievable. All right. Yeah. And the next two kind of go together and I could do a whole show on these firing Jim Harbaugh and hiring Jim Tom Sula. <laughs> so here's here, here was the thing with that. And this, Actually, my comments on this on this era of 49ers football got me in a lot of trouble, which I'll mention that after. Um, but I, it's not that they fired Jim Harbaugh, because I think Harbaugh, it got to the point, even some players kind of, it wasn't good in the locker room, and Harbaugh's nuts, man. And I just think it got to the point where the marriage was over. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that they got rid of Harbaugh, it's what they did after they got rid of Harbaugh. Right. It's that they hired Jim Tomsula. In hindsight, they probably should have, kind of tried to just keep the train rolling and just promoted Vic Fangio. That's probably what they should have done. But they go with Tom Sula. We thought they were going to hire Adam Gase. There's all this weird stuff. And then the team just goes into the toilet. So it wasn't that they fired Harbaugh. It was that what they did after it. And Al Sacco made some comments um, on the radio that got apparently got back to the team. Um, that one day I'll tell that story about uh, the job, the job that was offered and that never was by the 49ers because uh, your boy ran his mouth about the owner. But that's 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 for another day. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's I'm how I feel that about story. that. So, I'm excited for that story. One day, one day I will. Well, and, not, and not only that, but like to hire Tom Sula and then recognize immediately after one season, oh, we messed up. And then to just hire Chip Kelly and you're like, oh, my God, like. What are we doing? And that's and and to me that that is that is all bulky, right? Like that is all mm-hmm. Trent bulky. And yeah, you know, and you know, thankfully, uh, Jed York finally saw the light, got rid of bulky, brought in Shanahan and Lynch, and you know, the the franchise is in such a better place than it was during those two seasons, the uh, the the dark times, if you will. But yeah, it just. I mean, Tom Sula was a great character. It'd be like, it would be like, I mean, it would be exactly like if they fired Kyle Shanahan and promoted Chris Kasurik, who, I mean, I love Chris Kasurik and and he wouldn't want that job to begin with. He doesn't even want a defensive coordinator role, but it's just like, what, like, what, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing? 
you have sustained success for four seasons. And now you're going to hire this guy who's never coordinated in the NFL, let alone been a head coach. He's been a head coach in NFL Europe, but it's like, what? It just, it always felt like, it, it just felt like the ownership was like, we just want somebody that we don't have to even worry about butting heads with us. And they brought him in and then they went, Oh, turns out you've got to be a good coach in order to be a coach in the NFL. So, you know, kudos for figuring it out quick, but then again, turning around and hiring Chip Kelly, but then kudos for turning around quick and recognizing your error and, you know, bringing somebody else in. So, uh, but yeah, that was a, those were dark times. Those were dark, dark times. The 49ers or specifically the Yorks and their track record of hiring head coaches since C. Mariucci left. Uh, it was Dennis Erickson, never got another NFL job. Mike Nolan as head coach, Mike Nolan, never got a head coaching job after that. Mike Singletary, mm-hmm. never had, never got a head coaching job after that. Jim Harbaugh, which was, I mean, he never got a job. If he wants one, he can get it, but he never got a job after that. Jim Tomsula, can never he got though? A job after can't, that. do you, do you, I, that's actually, I don't know the answer to that question because I feel like this was the time for him to get one and he didn't. There were so yeah. many different opportunities, including Indianapolis, including Denver. You know, there were plenty of opportunities. Do we think that he's the one that was like, nah, never mind? Or is the NFL kind of like, nah, I don't really want Jim back? I don't know. I don't know that mm-hmm. answer. That's an interesting, that's an interesting question. We should absolutely do a show on that or like a, a segment on the show on that. So oh, yeah, yeah I, talk, I, I think, I think that it's a little bit of both, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a really, you know what? We will do a segment on that. But uh, so, so Tom Sula was next. He never got another head coaching job. Chip Kelly never got a head, another head coaching job. So that's seven coaches that they've hired and fired that never got second head coaching jobs. So firing Jim Harbaugh with that track record makes it extra stupid because he took you to three straight championship games. And while Jed York famously said, we raised championship banners here and, and as justification to fire him. Really what it was was a mismatch of personalities between Jim Harbaugh, Trent Baalke, and other people in the building, right? We, we can agree mm-hmm. on one thing, and that's Jim Harbaugh's personality over a course of time is great, right? He's not, he's not like a people yeah. person. He's not a guy that is, is very likable over a long period of time. He just doesn't have those people skills. And we, we've known them about this about him. But that being said, if you're going to fire him, replace him with someone better and not the janitor. That's just, it's, that is an all-time bad coaching hire to this point, even to this day, where the national media will point to that and be like, wow, I can't believe the 49ers did that. And that's not something you want to be known for. And it was, it was, it was a terrible time. But look, it netted us Kyle Shanahan. So at the end of the day, like, I mean, I would say that butterfly effect, this, this was the, the path that they were given. And it may not have netted us Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, and Adam Peters, and Martin Mayhew, who has since moved on. Gary Plummer, Gary, we talked about the coaches. Gary Plummer told me when we interviewed him on the show, and I mean, it was 2018, he told me that Denise stepped in and hired Kyle Shanahan. So it was Denise. Yeah. She had enough of being embarrassed, and she stepped in and, and hired Kyle Shanahan. So that's yeah. what Gary told me. Um, DeBartolos. DeBartolos don't suffer fools. I love it. Yeah, that's that's what it was. So didn't, didn't they fire? Did they fire Gary Plummer from the they, – Wasn't he the radio announcer and they – Tim Ryan took yeah. his job, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, so – yeah, I feel your pain there, Gary. Um, anyway, at least he, he worked for them for a little while before they got rid of him. But anyway, um, so trading for OJ Simpson was number three. Oh, I got so much to say. Um, so this was in 1978 in 
uh, none of us were alive, I don't think. Um, yeah. The Niners traded their second round pick, their third round pick in 1978, their first and fourth round pick in 1979. A 1982nd rounder to acquire Simpson in the 1979 oh first God. rounder would become the number one overall pick. Oh my god. So that was really bad. Oof. And OJ was done at the time and it was a terrible trade. And, and he did yeah, pre, pre Walsh, the pre-Walsh 49ers were an absolute embarrassment. <laughs> like, let's be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. That was not they were not a they were not a good franchise. They were not a model franchise like they are now. And all right, o- number four. OJ, OJ did it. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. One hundred. Yeah. Drafting Jim Drunken Miller instead of Jake Plummer. Mm-hmm. It was a bad one, but I don't know that that would have been. I mean, I don't know that Plummer would have become a great quarterback. Yeah, I think Jake Plummer was Jake Plummer, but they would have been. He could have been starter for them for sure, but um, I don't know that that really destroyed the franchise type thing. I think the Aaron Rodgers example, like Zane gave, was probably the worst one of the quarterbacks. But listen, Jim Druckenmiller could could pull a car, so obviously <laughs> that's the pick. That's the pick, guys. That was that was an awful pick, and Jake Plummer, he took a couple of years to get going in Arizona. Remember, in '99 he beat Dallas in Dallas in the playoffs, right? So mm-hmm. he he was able to knock them out, and I think that that's what they were hoping to see. Bill Walsh was at this time. Remember, he was he was very involved in the front office, and this is when I, they brought back Dwight Clark as well to be in the front office. And he like was the GM. Much, Walsh was uh, the GM. Thing and, and Walsh was the GM. Yes, he was the GM, yeah. and. He made that pick because he thought that Jim Druckenmiller could be the guy, although he he also favored Jake Plummer as well. And it was almost, as I understood, like a coin flip, and it became kind of Druckenmiller, and that was that was just an awful pick. Yeah, it was tough. And then the last one, and Mark, this is a, I'm glad we got to go over this. This was a great article. We'll have to tag him on this when we do the show. It was a lot of fun to talk about. Uh, the last one was firing Steve Mariucci. And now after 2002, the Niners were getting old. They were about to have some cap issues. But I remember, again, it wasn't that they fired Mooch. It's what they did after. So I remember thinking, okay, I like Mooch. But sometimes you just run, things just run their course. Sure. So I remember thinking at the time they had they had a great win against the Giants in the playoffs where they came back, and then they get killed by, by the Tampa Bay team that won the Super Bowl. But was that the, was that the Trey Junkin game? Yes, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Where they came back and they like the field goal and they pulled yeah. the guy down and everything else. Yeah. It was crazy. It was one of the funnest games ever. It was yeah. awesome. But um, I thought at the time, okay, they're going to go hire a 49ers guy, Denny Green, something like that. that they have a plan, I remember thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, and then mm-hmm. as I was like, oh, they don't have a plan. They're hiring Dennis Erickson. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And this team's going to be awful. And it was a really long time before they got good again. So it Terry wasn't Donahue so much. was not a good GM. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so it wasn't so much they moved on from Mooch. It was what they did after they moved on from Mooch. Right. Same thing with Harbaugh, right? Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, man. Well, that's that fun. Dennis Erickson, Terry Donahue uh, era was another one that they, was a dark, dark times. They they fired Mooch for losing to the eventual Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which John Lynch, by the way, was a part of, obviously. But they yeah. fired him after a playoff loss, a divisional playoff loss on the road. Because why? Because, I mean, I don't even know why to this day they fired him. Yeah, it was, it was a, the beginning of a dysfunctional era for sure for them. So it was a little, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get into that too this offseason. It'll be fun topics, man. Talk about the dark days and all that stuff. It'll be good. It'll be good. All right, guys. I want to talk about Feliciano, but we'll do it next show, I guess. Just the yeah, offseason. Sure. So it'll be good to have something to talk about. That's so we'll right. lead we up to that next show. 
for Brian and Zane. This is Al. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Later.